0: Sweet. I'm excited for this.
1: Yeah, me Where too. Where are my notes?
0: God damn it. I went and got my book and I left my <laughs> notes in my room. Did I know? Did I know?
2: Always forget stuff.
0: Okay. Yeah. Shall we get started?
1: I would love to get started.
2: Hopefully I can.
0: <laughs> I hope you don't die.
2: I can't promise anything.
0: Guys, if Victoria starts coughing up a fit,
1: we have to I'll do my fun best of her to cut relentlessly. it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks. You'll, you'll cut out my dying.
0: <laughs> you have my roommate remember dying instead.
2: Right? No, it's what you do. You leave my dying in there and then you win like some award because it's like, like holy shit, like someone died. Someone
1: died on a podcast. How
2: authentic, huh? <laughs> exactly. They didn't even stop the podcast. <laughs> but, right, that's hardcore. <laughs>
1: right? Some <Yeah>.
2: serious podcasting. <laughs> we
1: don't f around. Win a no, Pulitzer. No. Mm,
0: That would be amazing Right Uh,
2: Yes, it would be amazing if I died
0: No, no, I mean like winning a full-lip zip or something (laughs) (laughs) Stop that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay Hmm. We We solemnly solemnly swear we're up to no good. good Welcome back everybody to Harry Potter in the Chamber of Minutes, the fan podcast that's overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. A very sick Victoria Cope.
2: Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, you sound My, voice, my voice probably sounds really weird.
0: It'll be okay. Hopefully you'll feel better by, by the end of the week.
2: I'm gonna have to talk like really close to the mic. I'll if just I, turn like, you up really loud. If I raise my voice, it makes me cough.
0: Mm, I'm so gonna I turn you up to... really loud. So and awesome. uh, and we have a very special guest with us, a returning guest, Woo, uh, returning. Alex Montgomery.
1: Yep. How you doing, guys? Welcome it's, back. It's so good to be back.
0: Oh, I'm so glad to have you on. I much like last, much like last season, it was one of those tight, like, okay, when are you in town? How are yeah. we going to make this work? And so I'm glad, I'm glad that this happened. Me
1: too. Me too. It's I wouldn't. Be good. I wouldn't think. I can't think of any better way to spend the remainder of my winter break. <laughs> that's
0: awesome. <laughs> I appreciate. We appreciate that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I've got a. Uh, we've got a. Um, We've that's, got some good stuff. We have a good extended cut in this yeah. minute that I uh, did not realize until I sent you the links for the minutes. Mm-hmm. This was in the minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm very <coughs> happy about this. Uh, today we're talking about minute 36, which starts with uh, with the professors exiting uh, Snape's study, and it ends with repotting some mandrakes. Oh, but boy. before we get to the mandrakes, <laughs> I know, I know, that's going to be... That'll be a tough couple minutes, I think. No, I don't think it'll be fun. I've got
1: some good notes. We'll be fine. Yeah,
0: I've got some good notes. We'll get through it together. (laughs) We will get through it together. First, we have uh, this little bit of extended sequence, Mm -hmm. which starts with, like, everyone's leaving the study, and Harry stops and, like, picks something up off the ground where Filch is at, and it's a letter. And I forgot that this was in, like, I didn't realize this was in a cut of this movie, or that it was even like a deleted scene. Cause they don't spend any time other than Harry like seeing that it has Filch's name on it and giving it to him. But this is like a really important bit of world building from the book. Definitely. Because this book, especially because this book deals so much with like prejudices within mm-hmm. like the classes and, you know, a lot, a lot of like muggle born students that uh that come to danger in this movie that like this cut of the movie actually makes a point of all of that, which I think is lost in the theatrical yeah. cut. We'll, we'll get there later in the in the week, mm-hmm. but we see a, a quick. It's it's it says quick spell,
1: quick spell, and it's Harry Potter, so it's spelled whimsically with a uh, K. With K- a K. W- K. K.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. I uh, in the book, we actually get to read this letter, whereas here in the movie, it just says a correspon uh, correspondence course in a beginner's magic, and. I guess from what the okay before we get into the book and what Mm -hmm. what actually this letter is for, in the movie, it's just suggesting that maybe Filch isn't the best at magic. Not that he like doesn't have any, Mm -hmm. and this doesn't even get talked about in the book for like several chapters beyond where we're at right now. It doesn't. This doesn't actually come up until um nearly Headless Nick's Death Day party, which we don't get in the movie either. Which is a shame. Which is a shame. I would love to see more of like the headless hunt. Doesn't there's a there's a vampire that shows up at the death day party, right?
1: It's I. It's been so long since I read the book, I can't remember. So I'll just trust I think, whatever you say. I think there's a vampire
0: <laughs> that shows up at the death day party. I could be wrong. We'll get that on the weekend edition eventually. But he gets this letter, and Harry reads it. Harry opens it, and reads it, and it says, I, I, I love the way this is written." It says. Feel out of step in the world of modern magic? Find yourself making excuses not to perform simple spells? (laughs) Ever been taunted for your woeful wand work? There is an answer. (laughs) Uh, Quickspell is an all-new fail-safe quick result easy-learn course. Hundreds of witches and wizards have benefited from the Quickspell method. Madam Z. Nettles of Topsham writes, I had no memory for incantations, and my potions were a family joke. Now, after a quickspell course, I'm the center of attention at parties, and friends beg for the recipe of my skin skintaliation potion. And uh, Warlock DJ Prod of <laughs> Didsbury says, My wife used to sneer at my feeble charms, but one month into your fabulous quickspell course, I succeeded into turning her into a yak. Thanks, quickspell. <laughs> And I just, it's so... Why do you want a yak just, for a wife? Uh, <laughs> I think he's just, <coughs> she's been making fun of him for his water work, punishment, so he, he's trying to he turn her into a yak. He probably I mean,
2: can't turn her back. It's all—it's also punishment for him. Oh, absolutely. Now he has sure a yak. Yaks God. don't smell very nice.
0: No. Uh, it gets deeper. The first uh, lesson in the spell correspondence is, like, how to hold your wand properly. Yeah. and Really, really, like, rudimentary Spell work, right. I guess, is that this doesn't work, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is definitely a scam.
2: Reminds me of those ads in the back of like old comic books, like for yeah, x ray exactly. glasses or, or, te- you know, te- you know, mem- memorize yeah. your friends and yeah. all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. It's just so silly.
1: It's like, um, if the Wizarding World had like. QVC or infomercials. <laughs> yes! Then, Oh my
2: god. Oh my god, QVC. It's, it's like one step down from it being like male enhancers that yeah, don't that's, label that's them. That's literally what this is. It doesn't yeah, label themselves much. as what it's supposed to do, but we all know what's, what it's supposed to do. It's <laughs> like herbal purple
1: enhancements <laughs> from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love that movie. Uh,
0: and it's just, it's just, um, it's just a really interesting bit of... Mm-hmm. I think world building, because we, we, this movie does, this book does deal with like a lot of things that take, that are from or like bring in the Mm -hmm. rest of the Wizarding World. Like we're moving more outside of Hogwarts than we did in the first year. Uh, We had, you know, Diagon Alley, but then everything else is centered around like what's going on at the school. And now we're kind of like building the world a little bit bigger. There are people from magical families that don't have magic. And um, (laughs) there are apparently people that like profit off of that, which is kind of. Kind of messed up. (laughs) Yeah,
1: messed up. That's economics, I guess.
0: Yeah, it bugs me because in the book, when this happens in the book, it's after Ron has tried and failed to curse Malfoy.
1: Yeah, I do remember. I do remember that in the book, the the whole quick spell thing happens after they get back, like after when it takes place in the movie.
0: Exactly, and then it's it's interesting because Ron, who is so quick to like step up and defend Hermione, Mm -hmm. this person who, yeah, she comes from like a muggle family, but that doesn't make her any less because she has magic that Mm -hmm. she's like, you know, whatever. And on the other hand, we have like this wizarding family. We discover that like Filch comes from a wizarding family, but doesn't have magic. He's, Mm -hmm. he's a squib. And, Ron kind of, like, laughs about it. And is like, oh, it's a little sad, really. And, like, kicks him while he's down a little bit. He's like, oh, that's why he's so mean to the students <clears> all the time. Because, like, he can't. I mean, it, and it's, it's, like, kind of pulling Ron back a mm-hmm. little bit.
2: After this, like,
1: yeah. kind of heroic this moment he's had. Yeah. Well, he doesn't like Phil to begin with. Exactly. And he well, I think that really one really because, yeah. because no one likes Phil, Yeah. Because he's essentially
2: Bilge. a snitch. But, yeah. like, it's... Yeah. Uh, the way I see it is that Phil just bitter because I mean he's worked at the school for a long time and kids don't make the best decisions in the world. Yeah. I like, can imagine you've grown up and you've been treated like crap for being a squid basically. Mm-hmm. And to you seeing these kids like screwing around, like how dare you like squander yeah. like what I can't yeah. have? I would do anything to be able to to
0: to learn this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like and you guys are just like. Fooling around, yeah,
2: like that. That's what I think. What angers him is just sure. like, of course I'm going to punish you. Of course I'm going to do this because <laughs> you should take this seriously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for because, sure. Absolutely. Because I wish I could have this and everything. Like I don't know that kind of thing. Which is why I think like he has Mrs. Norris because Mrs. Norris is the only thing he truly cares about. Mm-hmm. And that cat obviously cares about him. Yeah. And he has like no one else and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's it like, well, also
0: interesting because I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's a squib in Molly's family, isn't her like second cousin? Isn't an accountant or something like that? I think
1: I vaguely remember something. Like yeah, that. right. I like, think like, I think that's only mentioned specifically in, an accountant. I think that's yeah. mentioned
0: in one of the one of these first two books. Um,
1: the only thing, the only other squib we know for sure, or we know by name, is Mrs. Fig. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately, Mrs. Fig doesn't even like make an appearance until the later movies. Like yeah, she, Order of she the could be around already. Yeah. Yeah, she and gets mentioned in the first yeah. book. Like, Harry's, the reason Harry doesn't go to, no, maybe she's mentioned in the movie Do you talk about Mrs. Fig breaking her leg. Um, I don't think they do.
1: No, not in the movies. I know she gets mentioned in the book, but I don't yeah, think she sure. even gets mentioned or comes out until. I
0: know, Harry's so movie. excited because he doesn't have to go over there and listen to her talk about all her cats. Yeah, yeah. her photo album. Does she have a photo album? Yeah, she has photos of all her <laughs> cats. I guess
1: cats and squibs. Yeah, That's cats and thing. squibs.
0: Yeah, because cats are magical, seen as magical creatures in this yeah. universe. Yeah. Um, so that's it's a connection that they can have without having to be magical themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Some.
2: Apparently dogs aren't very magical. Yeah. No, no. I guess not.
1: I guess squibs just, they want to have some sort of vague connection to that world that they can't really be a part of, but always just like, they're always like a Dickensian child looking in yeah! with their nose pressed uh-huh. against the glass.
0: Oh my God, you know what that also, as soon as you said that, because I've been listening to Scott Pilgrim versus The Minute, oh, uh, there's, there's a moment with... Um, <laughs>
1: With knives? With knives, oh, uh-huh.
0: God. Oh, God. Like, come on, we're all adults here. And then it's like, da na na like in on the window, and she's peeking in through the window, and it says, Knives Chow, <laughs> oh, 17.
1: I love that movie so much.
0: It's so good. It's so good. Poor knives.
1: Yeah.
0: We're not here to talk about knives. Oh, Ugh. poor, poor Filch. Yeah. Let me tell you, this reaction shot from David Bradley- oh. It's amazing. It is the most amazing thing. Like as much as I loved his line last week when he's like, oh, we are in trouble, aren't we? Like this bit Mm -hmm. is so good. We linger on him for like, like six, seven seconds, like Mm -hmm. long enough to like get a camera push in. And it's just, he's so distraught Mm -hmm. and, and it's not even like he, he snatches the letter, but they didn't open it. So there's not. Maybe there's a little bit of embarrassment there. Oh, for definitely. Sure. definitely. For sure.
1: That's what I thought of immediately.
0: Yeah. He's embarrassed. He's ashamed. And
1: yeah. Embarrassed. It's that same shame and embarrassment that he's just been living with his entire life. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And it's kind of just blown out into this um, sort of proportion. I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. It's so good. I think I, I might use this still for the minute if we didn't have so much Mandrake stuff to get to. Oh God, <laughs> God, it's just such a good, its such a good shot and then we cut and we get this really big loud bombastic music cue. It's like the Hogwarts theme, like we are back at school. Like Oh yeah. Forget that he just was supposed to get punished <clears throat> and the detention's going to happen. Harry like. Potter. He'll be no, fine. we're we're yeah. at school. We're going to go we're going into herbology. Um I really like this uh these camera shots as we pan around the castle like cuz the castle we know is is uh like a scale model was built, like a really scale model. It is huge. This thing is mm-hmm. enormous. But I really like in each of the movies, you kind of get new features of the castle. Like mm-hmm. we didn't have the herbology, like we didn't yeah. see the herbology greenhouses last year. No. The
1: castle is so big that every time we see it, there's we see something, something new. new.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause we'll get in, we won't even get until a uh, goblet of fire when we see the owl for the
1: mm-hmm. first time. It's and like,
0: what
2: there's been this the whole time.
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting cause it, that that's a very distinctive feature on the school grounds after that. And yeah. it's just interesting that like the model even got updated is they like needed new locations on set. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like the shot the shots like this uh this kind of this wide swooping shot over the grounds. Then we go in through the window of the greenhouse. And before we quite get there, I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. There are gargoyles on top of the greenhouse and they kinda look like um like Chinese dragons yeah. like with the front legs, but they don't there's no wings. They're like sea serpent. Why is this on the greenhouse?
2: Uh I don't know. Well, those salad well, dragons don't have wings. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know.
0: That's why I mentioned it that way. Like it, I didn't hit me until right now that I was gonna call it a Chinese dragon because, um, because I it it looked like a sea serpent when I was taking my notes. Oh, but I it see. does sort of have like it's kind of like propped up a bit, so I can yeah. believe maybe it has like legs under there. I mean, these these are like people putting fake owls in their houses to keep. <laughs> or like a like a scarecrow. Like this these are greenhouses mm-hmm. and they've got open windows and we need to scare off any pests and birds and things, right? It's like, not just your
2: average pest has gotta be like Yeah. yeah. So they, do you so think you... they come
1: alive? Oh
2: I hope I hope. It's it's a whole like uh night at the museum thing. Like at night oh, they God. come alive. <laughs> yeah, there's no one there. Uh the sun is set. And yep. then anytime the sun is trying to well and then well
0: no, then we would have a big issue. Because Horace Slughorn tries to steal from the
2: herbology greenhouse. That's true. I would think like they would be on it and be like, "What the heck is this guy doing?" Uh huh.
0: <laughs>
2: cool that totally would change that scene. That's true.
0: That <laughs> he head down head to Hagrid's head. hut and then he ends up saving <laughs> saving Horace's life from these like gargoyles,
2: oh, and these like serpent dragon like gargoyles. That's <laughs> oh, so cool. That'd be really cool. They're really
0: cool. They are really cool. like I just I don't know I like the design. are just ornamental.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice bit of decoration. They look nice.
0: I think so. And then we get Pomona Sprout.
1: Pomona Sprout. The
2: Have you ever been to Pomona? Time? No. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's right. like
1: 45, it's a 45 minute train ride from where I go to school. So gotcha. It's
2: like, like nothing right home about. No,
0: I haven't, no, I haven't been there. Yeah. <laughs> I like, uh, I really like, I like, I like Pomona <laughs> Sprout. You know, I realized today, pretty sure Sprout's only in this movie and Deathly Hollows Part 2, mm-hmm. which is amazing. You forget. I forget that there are like professors that pop up only like once or twice.
1: That's it. Yeah, that's all you get them because they're well, so. Some... We'll never see Hooch again. Yeah, we. Bummed I him. always wondered what happened to her. Like I just, I always. But what, see how much I... of a,
2: they have so much of an impact, but you still remember them. You're so mm-hmm. like, yeah, oh, literally weird.
0: like, I, I maybe it was just too much to bring her on set for like the one day we're mm-hmm. shooting Quidditch. Like no. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I think the whole just seeing um, professors once and then not seeing them for a really long time. I think that just ties into the fact that there's always so much going on at Hogwarts and we right. only get to see like only so yeah. much of it.
0: Well, and, and and I think that that makes it more meaningful that she at least she does show up yeah. at the Battle of Hogwarts. Um, I think we do get everyone but Madame Hooch at the Battle of Hogwarts. Yep.
2: Which where's where is she during the battle? Geez, probably don't know. got fired. I
1: don't know. She got fired. <laughs> <laughs> Too yeah. much Hooch.
2: I <laughs> will <laughs> say Umbridge fired her like she wanted to fire Trelawney. I feel like, you know? like if
1: Umbridge fired her then we would have like read about it in the books. Yeah. Like, but we just never hear from I'm her I'm sure
0: again. she I think she pops up she, she probably pops up in the books There's is mentioned in Quidditch matches during the books. Yeah.
1: Maybe in like the big Quidditch match in Prisoner of Azkaban. But,
0: yeah. Yeah. We'll have to keep an eye out for that Victoria when we're doing the book stuff on the weekend edition.
1: I but yes, uh yes.
0: Got some information about Professor Sprout. Mm-hmm. She's played by an actress named Miriam Margulis. Margol? It's, nice, it's it's M A R G O L Y E S.
1: margol I don't know. Margolis? i
0: yeah, I think. Something like that, Margolis?
1: It has Marvelous? to be right. Is she
2: so. is she the actress that I sent you that clip of <laughs> yes, her on that show? Is. Oh God, she's uh, she's filthy. That yeah. lady,
0: Victoria sent me. <laughs> Victoria sent me a clip from her doing an interview on the Graham Norton show.
2: Oh God. And uh, yeah, I don't even remember what she said. I think she, I she was talking like, oh, about God. Laurence Olivier, the actor, <gasps> oh. and and talking about her getting a little uh. You know, yeah. oh nice, yeah, flustered. flustered, yeah, that's a nice word.
0: <laughs> it it was, yeah, it was more than I needed. It uh, was more information,
2: yeah, yeah, that that, that she uh, was yeah. willing to put out there. So, Mir-
0: Miriam's been doing. Doing acting work, uh, voice credits, and like TV spots going all the way back to the 60s. Mm-hmm. She's one of the very few character actors we see that was not in any episodes of Doctor Who.
1: What? That's crazy. I know. I know. That's kind of hard to believe. I know, but... So he will get on that. She needs but, to be now in a future episode. I
0: took a couple notes of things that she was in that I recognized. Mm-hmm. Uh, she played a nurse in both The Little Shop of Horrors. Really? And in the Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo oh. DiCaprio. Oh, that movie's Oh, awful. yeah. She
1: was the... The nurse. Yes. God, I thought I well, saw Well, he did her just somewhere. say that she was the nurse. <laughs> oh. uh,
0: she was yeah. in *Mulan* as the voice of the matchmaker.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> that's perfect. And Already. she,
0: in, she is a voice in three episodes of *Rugrats* as Shirley Finster, Chucky's grandma. Oh. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> hilarious. And I
2: was like, that's adorable.
0: I'm putting this in my notes. That's, that's so, so funny.
2: Good. Yeah, right. Uh, I really, really
0: like it. I don't have a whole lot more notes for this minute, but she comes in and she does ask. I like like
2: her hat a lot. Mm. That looks like a witch's hat. It's almost like, it's like a mix between McGonagall's hat and Arthur Weasley's hat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where it's it's like shorter. Mm -hmm. And it has that front. Yeah, it curls a little bit. It's
0: very reminiscent, especially from this angle of the sorting hat, in my opinion. But the brim isn't quite as wide. No, not at all. Uh, I, I really like her
1: aesthetic. Yeah, she looks like she teaches herbology. Mm-hmm. Like, she just, does. Her color palette is just, you know, soft brown, soft greens.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's got her black brown cloak, and it's got, like, a kind of frilly overlay. It almost looks like floral pattern when we get a close-up on it later. Uh, her robe is clasped in front with, like, a couple of leaves that look like the leaves of Lothlorien. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Love I'm it. it. Uh, That's great. Yeah. I Also, can we talk about... All of the students in Herbology have like this tan mm-hmm. like cloak that they're wearing over top of their. Regular so they clothes. don't get dirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it's it's uh, it's interesting. So do they have like?
2: It's it's like their equivalent of a smock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I didn't really like
0: think about it until I was until I was a. Do my notes for this, but she mentions she. I like that she she says good morning twice. Good morning, everyone, and everyone's like talking and chit chattering mm. like kids do, and she does it again and again. Mm. The good morning, Professor Sprout, yeah. which is which is interesting because we got that exact same beat with Madame Hooch last year. So we got a new professor, oh. and we get like that interaction, that first day of class, mm. like good morning, Professor, like kind of sing song thing that kids do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because that like doesn't te- happen with so any other teachers.
1: Yeah, well people who teach like young kids do yeah you know? like kindergarten teachers are... exactly yeah they come like, in and do that whole thing
0: mm-hmm. mcgonigal and and snape would never do that for their class like mm-hmm. I don't no they're very was, like, they're very no nonsense good, mm-hmm. good afternoon professor mcgonigal
2: no she, she comes in she's like yeah do this do this uh-huh. same same way Like, come in it's like nope do this do this this is what you're gonna learn blah 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 i'm sorry lockhart doesn't do that no, he's more theatrical. He has his it's- own. Oh yeah, he's got his own thing. Uh, He has like his, his, own. Arms out, like, <laughs> his right? own flavor. Like, yes. That's him. Like God. he has to yes. make an entrance. It's more flair. Yes, it's a lot more flair. He's got to make an entrance. It's all about him. It's like it's not even the fact that he's teaching you anything. It's just like, oh, you get to be taught. Oh, see, no, I,
0: no, mm-hmm. I want, I want to talk a little bit about Lockhart because this doesn't happen. Right. In the, in the book, they do deal with the fact that like they go back to the common room after that before this class. They go back to the Mm -hmm. common room and everyone in the common room is like giving them praise. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. Fred and George are like, how dare you not take us along with you? Like, oh, of course. (laughs) course." (laughs) The whole thing, Percy and and Hermione are both sufficiently peeved and and want to tell both the boys off so they go upstairs to their dormitory instead. Um, Gildred Lockhart confronts Harry about this Mm -hmm. and is like, Oh, you just you had a taste of the front page, and now you just want more attention. Like, watch what you're doing, kind of thing. Like, I see what you. Because he definitely sees himself in Harry. Because we talked mm-hmm. about like him, like on the uh, Pottermore um, kind of backstory for Gilderoy Lockhart. It talks about how like he's the only one with magic in a family of squibs. Oh, okay. Both his older sisters are squibs, and God, so he's no like the he's... youngest. Uh huh. Praised by his mother, he thinks yeah. that he's gonna be. He thinks he's gonna come to Hogwarts, and everyone's gonna be talking about him. Oh, the wow. way that Harry had mm-hmm. first year doesn't happen, and so he like l- like goes all out trying to like draw that attention into him. It's more like <laughs>
2: Harry's competition. Yeah, yes. It, it ends up being a problem. A little bit.
0: Uh I think he definitely I think he thinks that he's going to like take Harry under his wing like oh I'll make you a celebrity oh, like sure. I am. Like
1: you can tell from the detention scene yes. like he's trying to like groom Harry. Mm-hmm.
0: Well and and you know we'll we'll probably touch on it at the end of the week with Colin Creevy but Colin asks like you know can your friend take a photograph of us and like maybe you'll you could sign it. And Draco over here is is like God. you're doing signed <laughs> photographs. Yeah. Again, then, again like <laughs> and then Gilderoy shows up and is like it might be a little early in your career to be signing photographs for people, but like, you know, g- good, good, for you. You. Yeah. Yeah. good for you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, <laughs> and, and again, it just shines shines a light on like, no wonder Draco hates Harry. It shows
0: up at the worst time. Every,
2: yeah. Every time he overhears something or sees something, it's always like Harry making it seem like he's enjoying. But he's not this. even
0: doing it. He's even a, It's just like it's always someone. It. Else. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's attracting it's always someone. It. Else. But to
2: Draco, that's not in his head. Mm-hmm. To Draco, it's all Harry mm-hmm. doing this and loving it and. And, like, seeking it out, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, no wonder you don't like Harry. <laughs> I wouldn't like Harry either if I just knew what you knew,
1: but you don't know the whole story. Yeah. See, if Harry and Draco just sat down and got to know each other, <laughs> right? they'd be, be the fine. bestest of friends. I don't know. Except for the fact true. that Draco's <laughs> a blistering racist. But <laughs> <laughs> she, yes. Yes.
2: What? We'll get there. That'll mm. happen. <sighs> I just, like, I love that meme where, like, uh, Scorpius comes home and he's like, "Oh, I met an, I made a new friend. Like his his name is is Albus, you know, Albus Potter." And and and, and Draco just grabs him by the shoulders, like, "How did you do it? <laughs> like, like, How?" Oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, I just love that idea of like he does want to be Harry's friend, and, he, mm-hmm. and his intention was to become Harry's friend. Uh, I think it was pointed out on something that I read that uh, that if you think about it, their first interaction is. He was getting, he was in Madame Malcolm's shop, and he was yeah. getting robes done, and he was mm-hmm. being friendly. He was like, oh, hi, you know, hello, like, are mm-hmm. you going to Hogwarts? Like, he was actually being really polite and just trying to start up a conversation. Until, and, but he still left a bad impression yeah. on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's but a straight he left though. a bad impression.
0: Because before before that interaction wraps up, Hagrid shows up, and he's like, oh, look at that monstrosity. Like, could you imagine? Like, yeah, yeah. That, that's, yeah. What, Immediately, that's what like, did him like, in. The first person that Harry made a friend with, it's and you're going to, like, badmouth him? Like, no. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Vicky doesn't know that, and it
0: doesn't. It happens twice. It leaves bad impression. because they do the same thing. Like the movie cuts out the Madame Malkins interaction. So yeah. what happens is the first thing that happens when Harry gets to the platform nine and three quarters is he makes friends with Ron, mm-hmm.
1: and, and, and then as soon as we
0: get to school, he makes fun of Ron. Yeah. And it's like no, like you're you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna talk crap about the first person that was nice to me here. Like get out of my
2: face. Like that's not cool.
0: Yeah, I don't know, it's a whole. Their dynamic is super complicated, because both of them have this, like, expectation thrust upon them by mm-hmm. the rest of the world.
1: Or at least by s- specific people, Harry, yeah. Harry Dumbledore, and mm-hmm. Draco and his father. Dra-
0: exactly, exactly. It's a whole...
2: I don't know. It's a whole thing. Mm. No, I can imagine Draco's home life is awful. Oh, God. I'm sure. It's not not nice.
1: His mom loves him, though. His no, mom his
2: mom does, does him. love him, like, a lot. It's like... It wasn't for his mom, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure. I think the bad app the real bad apple, is Lucius. Yeah, because it's, it's,
2: it's you're pressing some kid to make your family look good for the mistakes that you made to the mm-hmm. Dark Lord. So like, well, it's also so it's like Draco has no choice. We can no, get real. We
0: can get real deep into like pure blood lineages, but the Malfoy, like Lucius's father. Yeah. And the, the interaction that they probably had. I think that he, I think he or like one of his brothers or someone was like um, one of the ministers of magic back in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And there's like a lot of uh, high profile that sort of just dwindling as this bureaucracy of the Ministry of Magic rises. And so the, arist- the, the old aristocracy class. That mm-hmm. the Malfoys were a part of is just something they're like clinging to now. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And it's uh, I don't know. Like it's just it's it, there's a weird, like I keep thinking about this with the houses, especially like Slytherin house, like there's a weird indoctrination thing that happens. Yeah. Where it's, you know, these kids didn't choose to be in Slytherin. Like, I'm sure most of them don't come from families that are like former Death Eaters and things like that. Yeah. But yeah. because they're sorted into evil house. Like we're just gonna write them off. We're just gonna throw them in the dungeons at the Battle of Hogwarts and forget about it. Like it's distasteful. Yeah, it
1: is. It's a flawed education system, but
2: no. We you, talked you, about you it. To... You
0: were here for for Nitwave, Blubber blubber. I Tweek. was
1: here for that. Gosh.
0: Yeah, we talked about it. Um, I don't know, man. It's crazy. I think we've exhausted today's minute. Yeah. Uh, we'll get a lot of. Um, Herbology tomorrow and the day after. hmm So, we got good stuff to talk about.
2: But she smells very earthy in there. Oh, I'm
0: sure. Oh, yeah. I love
1: that smell. Something I remember from uh, Chamber of Secrets, the book, is that when Harry first sees Professor Sprout, he thinks that if his Aunt Petunia saw Professor Sprout's fingernails, that she would faint.
2: Yes. Oh, yes. yes. Probably, <laughs> oh, man. They're probably so dirty uh-huh. and short. hmm You know? Mm-hmm. like Because she works in the garden in, all day. Yeah, she works She's... in a garden. Yeah. I mean, she's not going to be the kind of girl, to go, a woman, to go get her nails done. Yeah, no. get a manicure, no. pedicure. I don't think any of these Hogwarts, late Dumbledore, are not Dumbledore. Well, maybe Dumbledore wants to go get <laughs> his nails done. <laughs> yes, yeah. I believe that. So yeah, right. He likes his
0: knitting patterns. He has yeah. interesting Muggle <laughs> tastes. Him and
2: McGonagall gonna have go get him, their nails Go done. have a girl's day. Oh, nah. Get their nails done. Oh, I'm so into that. And, and, and gossip, you know. Oh god.
0: Yeah, I'm into that. Snape's with, just got his arms crossed. He's just like, like right, like uh, he's the he's the on. husband. That got he's the boyfriend along. that stands outside yeah. the department uh-huh. store just uh-huh. with his
1: arms crossed, like with
2: the purse, like whatever.
0: Before like, you do another Scott Pilgrim reference, it's Scott sitting on the
2: the the chair that says "Do not yeah. sit, do not sit," <laughs> sitting there while anyway. Knives is in the cut yeah. <laughs> off. Oh. Oh, it's so good. Is this is this is gonna be the thing. Is just making Snape in a relationship with like Dumbledore. It's like my reference of the the father, the father mother relationship in yeah! their punish in mm-hmm. their way to punish the students. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing now. Yeah, that's okay.
0: Right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for another minute of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Uh, We will be back tomorrow, of course, with minute number 37. You can find us on DuelingGenre.com, along with a ton of other shows. There are... So many. A whole bunch. Um, Geek by Night wrapped up their their first season with the finale episode like a week ago, which was really, really fun to listen to. So I highly recommend going and checking that out. And, uh, yeah, come back tomorrow for minute 37. You know the drill. Mischief Mischief managed. Managed